Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Thursday, November 30th, the last day of November. Here we are turning the corner into December. It seems like I was just saying to you that we were starting 2023. And here we go, uh, getting ready to end it. I hope you're doing well as we uh, journey together toward Jesus. Uh, It's been good through the fall to uh, turn our hearts towards preaching the gospel as a practice. And I want to encourage you, as I did on Sunday, to continue to do that if you haven't completed that practice. And, um, you know, let's let's be serious. Who has completed the practice of preaching the gospel? Um, We are all a work in progress as it relates to that. And so uh, I want to encourage you to continue to do that through the Advent season. There's such a po- uh, an opportunity for uh, for gospel conversations as well as gospel invitations uh, through this season, and I want to encourage you to take advantage of those times. Uh, we uh, want to take seriously the call to the fullness of life. Uh, when we're talking to our friends, we're not just trying to convince them that they should believe what we believe. We're um, inviting them into the fullness of life, out of brokenness into wholeness, and so uh, we want to take that seriously. Yesterday, we did kind of an initial thought as it related to Advent, and uh, over the course of the next several weeks, we'll spend uh, quite a bit of time in the Advent world, uh, kind of thinking through the coming of Jesus and what it means for us to wait, what it means to us to anticipate uh, embracing the mystery of the Incarnation, Uh, some really wonderful things, really looking forward to uh, beginning uh, this Sunday with uh, art pieces and uh, and new songs that we're going to be introducing each week as we um, use a variety of forms to meditate on the beauty of who Jesus is and uh, what it means that he's come among us. And so that's where we're headed. But today, I want to remind you that um, we have this coming Sunday, the annual meeting. And uh, when people hear, we really need another name for it because when people hear the annual meeting, they think like, oh my goodness, it's going to be like dirt boring. We're going to spend an hour like um, voting on procedures and seconding things. And, uh, and and all of that's true. We will have some procedures and we will second some things and all of that. Um, and there are some business things that need to be done as a part of the annual meeting. But... The much bigger part of the annual meeting is a a forward look at where God's taking us. And that's why I want to spend a little bit of time uh, meditating on today. What does it mean for us to have vision? Why should we have vision? Why is it important for us to have vision as a body? Um, Certainly, there's a a place for individual vision, which um, I would love to talk about at some point in time and may do that. But um, as a body, as a a corporate entity, uh, a communal entity, why is it important for us to have vision? And um, and what does, at a big picture level, what does that vision look like for us going into 2024? That's uh, really where I want to go today. So why vision? Why is vision important? Well, the reality is for all of us, and certainly it's true for uh, an organization, we can get caught up in the here and now, in the stuff that must be done uh, in the moment. There's, there's a lot of that all the time. There's the... Um, Sunday after Sunday kind of uh, a routine of gathering and celebrating and teaching and engaging. There's uh, the the week after week uh, Sundays and Wednesdays engagement of kids and teens and uh, the the week after week or every other week, depending on your group, uh, engagement of your community and community group. And all those things are vitally important. They're really, really good. But if all we ever do is give attention to the weekly routine, 
will never get past the weekly routine. Or maybe a better way to say it is the weekly routine will never take us anywhere. It won't progress on its own. Um, and or, or uh, maybe a better way to say it is it will change over time, but it will change randomly and it will change randomly and um, each of those different routines will change uh, individually in a way that may or may not cohere with all of the other uh, the other places. So if you kind of picture all of these kind of rhythms that are happening over the course of a, a normal day or a normal week or a normal month in the life uh, of a church entity, a corporate body like York Alliance – each one of them is changing to some degree, and they're moving in one direction or another. But vision uh, steps up above that, steps beyond that, and looks out on the horizon and says, that's where we're going. And at that point of where we're going, now each of those individual entities start to move in such a way that they're moving towards a common goal. And so if they're moving towards a common goal, they may not always do it perfectly, but there's at least a general direction and there's a general pathway that all of those different entities are taking. That's why vision is so important. We need to have a common move as to where we're going to go. And one of the things I, I talk about when I teach vision is that um, vision is not first a, a human or even um, a, a divinely inspired uh, idea of where we're supposed to go. Vision starts with a vision of God. Um, that that Isaiah six idea when um, I'm before the very throne room of God and I see a vision of the glory of God. That's what's driving us forward. We need to constantly have a vision of God that then translates to what what does it look like for us to bring glory to God? Or in the words of Jesus in the, the Lord's Prayer, uh, what does it look like for his kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven? That That's the filter for our vision. So we, we see the glory of Jesus out in front of us. We see the beauty of what it means to see the kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And then we start to look at individually what's the calling on us as a uh, an individual uh, church, as uh, as individual people, as part of the body of Christ? What's it look like for us to move forward? And that, that call is first transcendent in a larger vision. So for us, that, uh, that vision that you hear over and over again, that point out on the horizon, that is the core mission of who we are, is all of Jesus for the whole person, for the whole world. Um, that's that's not changing. Our language may change, but that that's not changing. That point is out on the horizon. All of Jesus for the whole person, for the whole world. We want to see transformation at the individual level and at the community all the way to the global level through the person and work of Jesus. That's out in front of us. But then there are individual points along the way where for this next season, we've said that our vision is that we will pursue the transformational love of Jesus and seek to build communities that share his love with all people. That's, that's where we're going in this season. And that's descriptive. It's not, uh, it's not catchy in the same way, and it, it's, but it's descriptive of what it means for us to step into what's next. And that's why things like uh, church planting and investing in our community groups and uh, intentionally pushing us towards a, an intentional pursuit of spiritual formation, not just being unintentionally formed by the world around us. Uh, it's why we are constantly looking out. We're looking at uh, new 
new mission partners, both locally and globally, because uh, we believe that we are called to pursue the transformational love of Jesus and to build communities that share his love with all people. And so because of that, there's certain things that we're doing and not doing. But then it gets down a little bit further into our individual vision for uh, the next immediate season. And so one of the things that I'll unpack on Sunday is uh, four words that I think drive us forward as we move into the next year. Those words are family, formation, spirit, and mission. Family, meaning that even as we grow larger, we need to uh, continue to care for one another individually, build deep and real relationships, and be, be a space where um, we're, we want to be, we're comfortable being, and it's inviting for people to come into. That This is a, a safe space for people to be. Formation, meaning we want to continue to be formed into the image of Jesus. We want to be unapologetic about it, and we, wanna, we want to push towards the image of Jesus being formed in each one of us. Spirit, recognizing that the the work of formation is done by the Holy Spirit, but the the way that the Spirit is working through his body is always drawing people to himself, and in many instances, that's through signs and wonders and ways that God's working. We need to be open to and desiring the move of the Spirit among us. And then mission. We need to be people who are driven forward by the fact that we have good news that the gospel of Jesus is still good news for the world. And while um, we don't have to bear the weight of conversion, we do need to recognize that um, we have good news to tell. And so we can tell people in their brokenness, hey, there's good news. You don't have to stay there. There's a there's another way to live. That kind of vision um, at the at the annual level says, okay, for the next year, this is where we need to move. It's a lot of information, but I want to, the big picture is I want you to see that there's some point out on the horizon that is uh, in line with the glory of Jesus that drives us forward so that our individual things, our week-to-week gatherings, our uh, children's ministry, our youth ministry, our community groups, our young adults and college students, all of the individual things that we're doing, there's a direction that we move towards. We're going to talk way more about that on Sunday morning, and uh, it's going to be exciting. I really want to encourage you, come be a part of the annual meeting, um, the the vast majority of it, about 45 minutes of that hour, maybe 40 minutes of that hour, um, are going to be given to vision, where we're going and what it looks like for us to move forward. And so I pray that the grace and peace of Jesus would be yours. I pray that you experience his goodness and his grace in you and through you, flowing through you to a waiting and watching world. May the next uh, couple days bring uh, at least 24 hours of Sabbath, a 24-hour period where you can, you can breathe. And then let's dive in together as we move towards 2024. Grace and peace to you.